Hi, this is Galena Marcus. And this is Ron Marcus. And you're, you're in, in the, the art scene. scene. Galena is a fine artist working in multiple media. And Ron is a musician and a martial artist. Together, we're seeking the answers to these fundamental questions. How to enjoy being an artist. And how to succeed as an artist. We'll be probing the psyches and harvesting the wisdom of practitioners of all kinds of art. Painting, sculpting, writing, photography, cinema, performing arts, music, martial arts, healing arts, and even science and technology. Wherever human creativity is being expressed and applied to help make the world a better, happier place. All right, so Galena, who are we talking with today? Oh, we have a very special guest. Uh, actually, not a guest because this conversation was recorded a little while ago, and um, I interviewed her for the article on intheartscene.com. But then we decided to make it a podcast episode because that conversation was very special. Her name is Cody Asp. She is a painter. She works with acrylic and watercolor, and her art is very, very intimate. Yeah, we should mention that uh, the some of the content in the following podcast may not be suitable for younger listeners. So uh, just be, you know, be advised before you start. Uh, but it's all very tasteful and and very interesting. Uh, but just in case, uh, you know, there there will be some discussion of anatomy. So uh, just wanted to give you that heads up before we get into the episode. Shall we start? Let's do it. Roll the tape. <laughs> Hey, Cody, how are you? Would you mind introducing yourself uh, to our listeners? Hi, so my name is Cody. Uh, I'm an artist. I do a few different things. I do a lot of women empowerment art. I love to paint vaginas and naked women celebrating and dancing. I also do a bunch of portraiture. So it's fun to go back and forth and serve the community that way. How long have you been painting? I've been painting portraits. I think I started seven years ago and then for the painting of the women and like the stuff. So that'd be my more personal work. I've been doing that since, oh my gosh, I guess I started painting when I was 20, but I didn't start taking myself seriously until I was like 26, 27. So like before then, like the first seven years, I like maybe painted like three paintings a year and be like so excited like oh my god and I it'd only be like extreme emotion times you know like when I just like had to let it out and then I changed it into a routine um and like yeah about seven years ago I remember when I like shook to even be tell anybody like to say the word artist I'd be like oh I like to paint you know I couldn't even yeah. call myself an artist <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about your women empowering art which is quite erotic I'm curious about how people respond to this work and how you deal with their responses. So I feel like the word erotic has a few different meanings, but to me, like I see it as a very empowering energy and something that like isn't harnessed by the public. It has like, sometimes it can feel taboo to even use the word erotic, you know? And to me, it's just like such a powerful force that like brings so much joy and creativity to the world. To me, it doesn't feel sexual, like in the same way, you know, like it, it, instead it feels like freeing and like a celebration instead of the, like the common term of sexuality that I think, I guess, advertising is co-opted. It doesn't feel like that to me at all. And the response I get from it, it's amazing. Like women reaching out to me and like telling me how like 
they like cried a little bit or like they're dealing with these things that I'm so shocked they're dealing with, you know, I'm like, what, you don't like your body? Like, and I like, I know that they're such babes and it's cool. So I felt good to make that. Can you tell me a little bit about how you started making this work and what is the reasoning behind it? So I think it kind of started unconsciously. And I think that that's how a lot of art works is that we have this energy that's built up inside of us and we need a way to um, let it out and to trans- transmute it because so much of our society has been about repression and about like staying in the lines and then we're definitely getting better. But um, I had a lot of pain inside me, honestly. Like I had experienced some really hard things in high school and college I have uh and so it started in that area of um um well so I remember this is going to be kind of like a heavy story but uh I think I started painting a lot of the more erotic art after I had been drinking really heavily I was really depressed I had never I'm normally a very bubbly person like pretty happy and like I had never been like that before and I was like so desperate and I went to a counselor and I started talking to the counselor and like within two sessions they're like hey did you notice you start you binge drink every time you see this person um and because they are essentially raping you you've been saying no and they um want to be and they still force themselves on you and I was like no 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 like I couldn't imagine that person doing that to me like I knew that situation was happening but in my world it wasn't the word rape because I thought they cared about me. And I think they did. I think they didn't know what they were doing either. And I really needed a friend at that time. And so it was kind of just like a really dark situation. And I noticed I had started painting um, stuff like that around that time. And then when I realized that was happening and I like got the terms because also in like feminist classes and I was like, oh, and I like, I kind of understood more what was happening. And I tried to have a conversation with the person and my um, group of friends, which was a mixed group of people. And everyone was so angry at me. And they're like, what are you saying? I was like, I'm not saying this, but like, I just thought that the person I am talking about, like I had always thought that they uh, were pretty open-minded and like, I knew they were going through some hard times too, but I didn't think they were a bad person. They were like, they wouldn't even listen. And like, they kind of went down a way darker path. I don't know if they're doing well today, but um, it was hard because I felt like this drama queen and like a jerk, you know what I mean? For saying all this Mm -hmm. stuff and nobody listened. And I painted a lot after that. (laughs) And now I know, like, I wonder like when I, when all that happened, if um, anyone ever thinks about it and they're like realized because there's so much more public discourse around it, like what was going on. And so I'm, I feel like retroactively validated and also grateful that I paint. (laughs) So that's when that energy that I didn't know, I didn't have words for, I didn't have a story for, I didn't have any framework for. I think the only way I was able to let it out was through painting. And so that's how that started developing. And then it's turned, I'm so much happier now. I have like amazing people in my life. And so I think the work has really changed to like a big celebration of like women's bodies and what's going on. And, um, and again, just like another piece came from like people talking to me about how they're feeling insecure about parts of their bodies and stuff. I, I don't know why, but I've always, I've, I think since I've um, always felt pretty comfortable in my body, um, people like get that energy from me and they'll open up, like, <laughs> like share and like, they'll like show me their vagina and stuff like crazy stuff. It's a funny situation. Like, I, I don't know, like, but 
my one of my jokes is like like I feel like girls like always love to get naked around me which is great I love it too you know but um it's just like and it feels so pure and innocent and like wonderful and um and so like I kind of that's kind of where that came from like I just was like I feel that joy instead of like this like something that used to be like fearful for people and they're like oh my god I can't believe I'm doing this we're just like dancing around and jumping and so that's where that work comes from Thank you for sharing such a personal story. I totally understand what you've been through. Being in my 30s, only now I realize that some of the situations in my life were abusive, although at that time they were totally socially acceptable. Thank you for bringing this topic to the table. I think it's very important to talk about it. But you are now in much better relationships, right? Yeah, my husband's incredible. He's like the best. This is kind of a weird insight like thing but uh when we first started dating I was like I think he's transgender because there's no way he can be this cool like and I was like talking <laughs> to my best friend I was like I'm like I'm down like it's fine he's amazing but I'm like how is he so great like I just had a man who was like so <laughs> like he had to have been a woman before <laughs> so my husband's a badass yeah what does your husband say about your art um, he loves it. He's like my biggest fan. He supports me so fully. He like, it's his backdrop on his, um, screensaver when he does like zoom meetings, not meetings, like he couldn't have it up during meetings, but, uh, he has like a awesome. poker tournament. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, Woo! but he does share it with his colleagues and like encourage them to like buy my pieces. But, uh, he does like poker with his buddies and he always has my backdrop and he like just talks about how beautiful it is. And he, he supports me so much in it. And like, I have, um, waves of times where I'm like what am I doing like you know like any artists are like sometimes I'm just like I suck and uh he's like you do not he's like there's and I'm like I don't even know if I'm an artist he's like you are he's like I've seen when you don't paint for a week you freak out like you are an artist I don't feel that way like you have this in you and so he's so encouraging I noticed that the majority of your erotic art is about women's bodies but I think I've seen some male bodies there too. I want to do more men, actually. I think it's really important. Uh, I just, what is it? Hmm. I'm sure why I don't pay more men. I think it's like, I don't know if it's like something internal or it's also <laughs> really hard for to render a penis like beautifully to me. Like not that they're not beautiful, <laughs> but like, I don't know why. I just like feel kind of a, a little bit uncomfortable baiting them. <laughs> so, I did have this one series in mind a long time ago that I never really went through, but it was a series I wanted to call Dictimized and like paint a bunch of penis size and like, but it's kind of like weird. I don't know. I, I still, that's just not my area yet, but I do like painting couples together a lot. I, um, I think that's really a great space to paint. I just think it's so beautiful. Uh, Cecily, I think I'm saying her name. Cecily or Cecilia Brown is one of my favorite artists and she does erotic like really gestural pieces and it just like I remember when I first saw her stuff I was blown away and I kind of feel like it's like this secret place that people come come to and it's so interesting how people use sex you know like people can use it as a form of power or like or a um, coding for intimacy, you know, like if they like need like human touch and they want to feel close, but maybe like a band-aid for vulnerability sex can be, but it can also open it up. You know, like we always see in those detective movies where people are like, want to get information out of people and like people are more vulnerable afterwards. But for me, like 
it's a really spiritual aspect and this <laughs> sounds kind of weird but I often like while I'm being intimate with my husband like think of like goddesses and like gods like it sounds so funny but I like will be like Athena, like Athena Aphrodite like be with me now and like I imagine these like golden threads like coming between us like in our heart and just in our different spaces and like this connection this energetic pull and like and I've told him that I do that in my mind and I know when I know and if I don't do it like if I don't feel that energy I notice the difference like he's so much more joyous afterwards and like I am too and like I just feel this deep bond and um I think that's like the most like that's what we're always going for is like that like geyser like sprouting magic feeling and that's how I would love intimacy to be always if possible (laughs) yeah I don't know if that was what you were asking I really TMI'd it there that was a lot of information I love that your work and what you're talking about combines so many important messages at once There's women being comfortable in their body, there is an awareness of personal boundaries, there is intimacy and vulnerability, and there's also spirituality. What is that you actually want people to get from your art? I know what the, how much better the world is when people feel good in themselves and are doing what they need to do. Like you can just feel the difference when you walk into a room and when we all share a unique gift, whatever that is, like the world is so much better. And when you aren't feeling good in your body and being connected to the, I'm going to say to the universe, like it's really hard to do that. And so, and I know it, you have to be brave and vulnerable to do that. And when like, I love that the shine theory, like if you shine, I shine. So like the more people shining out there, the better the world will be. So I hope that's what my art does for people. Yeah. Of all the artists I've spoken with so far, most of them, myself included, are in the journey of self-awareness and healing. The topics of vulnerability, spirituality, mental wellness, maybe healing some past traumas come up a lot. It is eye-opening to realize how many people want to express and share those feelings and show others that healing is possible. I completely agree. Like, it's so much for me, it's so much easier to do something if I've seen someone else do it once or like part of it, you know, and I think that's part of being an artist is putting a bunch of just separate things together, um, you know, like just strange connections that maybe only you see. And like, I feel like that's the same for your podcast, like the way you're obviously like really good at seeing through the like the clutter and being like, here's what it is and pulling it out. And like, that's magic. And I, so yeah, I, I, I come off track, but <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what I'm, um, yeah. When people do things, when people get vulnerable, it helps me realize I'm allowed to get vulnerable too, and like share my story and not be afraid to say like, yeah, this was hard for me. This is I'm going through this, and like, and then that feeling of connected connectedness, like, I to me is one of the best feelings in the whole world. Your watercolors used to be very flowy and open-ended, and now you're working on on more complicated, more detailed pieces. Is it a natural evolution of your style, or is it just a phase? Um, I think it's a f- kind of a phase. It's actually funny you brought that up, because I just got um, a big set of paints to, like, to redo the open-ended flowy like I've been craving making those again uh they're some of my favorite pieces I think it's like it's 
for me, it's, that was more about the fun. Sometimes it's fun to practice detail and be like, oh, I can do this. And then like, I'm now I'm, I'm more attracted to the open flowy um, kind of unfinished look because I think there's a two reasons. One, I, I think our brain loves a puzzle. And so when we see it, like we love potential. And like, and so this idea of potentially like, what else could that be? Like, I often prefer drawings that are a little bit unfinished. Like when I'm do- doing my portraiture work, I sometimes want to be like, should I just send it to you like this? Cause it looks amazing. Like, cause we like to fill in those gaps. But, um, so I, part of the way I did that work was a mix between India ink and watercolor. I'd like put puddles down and kind of like create these bodies and like the, um, yeah, I would do stuff like that. And so I actually just got a big new set of indie ink that I cannot wait to play with. And I'm going to do again, couples together. And then I'm, I'm really excited to do a paint a series of angels uh, that are like, kind of look like clouds. So, uh, yeah. And those are not going to be naked. No, I think they'll be in like <laughs> kind of more classical, like flowy robes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I feel like they're kind of, I feel like talking about angels at all is like kind of like being naked. I'm almost more embarrassed to do that than like to be like paint a more realistic picture of me being naked, like out in the woods because um, it sounds pretty woohoo, you know? And like, I've always had that aspect to myself, but I kept it down because I, I wanted people to take me more seriously. And now I'm just kind of like over it. I'm like, nope, this is who I am. And this is true. Hey, come to California. Everybody's woo-woo and talking about angels here. (laughs) (laughs) And what are you working on right now? Uh, I mean, I'll tell you what I'm working on right now is Mm -hmm. this in-between of knowing, like trusting the universe and need and like having... I like sometimes I feel like I have art projects like stored up inside me and like I just need to let them out and that's where I'm at right now and I it's a little bit scary because I still sometimes use money as a validation tool to for like oh I am a full-time artist like because I sell my work and like so making art for myself like I do it but it's weird how do I say it like I just I don't know it like it makes me nervous sometimes where I feel like I'm like, Oh, well, more people buy this. So I need to make this, but I'm like, but I need to do this other thing. Like, cause it's like, it's like an itch inside me. And so that's what I'm, I think I'm going to spend the next week. Like I I've got into batching. It's this idea that you do whatever you need to do, like in a batch, like you film, like, you know, eight podcasts in one day or one week, whatever. So you do like that week, you're only focusing on that. And then the next week you do like your SEO research. And then the week after that, like you do your client work, um, and so like this week I batched getting my home done <laughs> to validate that. I'm like, I'm just focusing on the home. And so like, I think this coming Monday, I'm going to just do my personal work. So, and, and how does this batching thing work for you? Because I know about myself that I, I just can't handle it. Even meal prep is like never worked for me. So how do you come about just disciplining yourself? I totally feel you. I'm, batching is really new to me. So like, I'm testing out. It worked really well for painting client work. Um, but I'll be honest, I have been trying to do the business part and I'm like, Ugh, I don't want to do it. <laughs> like, I'm just yeah, like not yeah. going to do it. And I'm like, maybe I should just sprinkle it about because I'd be like, if you do one hour of computer work, you can go pay like, you know, like a reward system. I am super, I love crossing things off a to-do list. So that's really helpful for me because if if I have a to-do list, I'm just like kind of like super focused. I'm like, must be done. And so like that can help 
guide me in my, uh, to get crappy stuff done or not crappy, but things that I find less enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. Did I hear you mention the podcast? Uh, are you starting a podcast? Oh, the vlog. Um, so I started doing a vlog. I was doing a blog of writing one um, bi-weekly and one of the people I follow for business coaching she's just like you really need to put out like consistent content weekly and for me writing's a bit more difficult I am so free flowy that it's like I take a lot of editing to make it nice and concise where I feel like when I speak um, I can just like hold that energy and it's more fun for me to do and I think if I feel like the path of least resistance is always the one you should do, <laughs> you know, get it out there. And I, and I've been seeing a better response too, which is nice. And I've just done a couple and people seem to like share them and like say more than they did on the blog. Cause I think it's a little bit easier for people. You can just like put it on the background and like, just hear it. I would love to try a podcast. I just don't know. That's a whole thing <laughs> to take into. <laughs> Maybe you could show me sometime, <laughs> but that's yeah. yeah. That's funny that you mentioned it. I just started uh, in the art scene project a few months ago as a blog. And you are actually a third person I record the interview with. And I feel like this is such a great material for the podcast. Yeah, for me, I know, like, I try to make content for people like me, you know, because like, I know me and what I want and need. And so like, I, I definitely consume the most podcasts out of anything else. I don't read as much on the internet. Like, and I love so I just love popping one on when I'm driving or cleaning the house, you know, so like reading can be fun, but I like, I notice I'll skim through stuff more. And I think what I have to say is important. So I don't want people doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen your uh, little Instagram videos and there was one in particular that caught my attention. It was about imposter syndrome. And I just felt like everything you said was about me. Oh, awesome. That makes me so happy. Good. <laughs> That's like the goal. You know what I mean? Like, I just want people to feel like I'm talking to them and I'm with them because like I am, you know, and that sounds kind of funny, but like, I'm just like, I just say whatever, like I wish someone had said to me and like, I pray at night, you know, like I'll pray for like the dolphins or the whales or whatever. I'll be like, I'm with you. I love you. You know, like, don't give up. Like, I know there's so much going on in the ocean. Like, don't give up. And like, I do that for people too. And I know people around the world are also doing that for everybody, you know, like all the women who are suffering and stuff. And I'm like, Hey, we're here together. Like you might not know it, but there's so many people loving you. I have this other thing that was newer to me where I talk to my child self and my teenage self, you know, and I'll be, and when I really first started doing this practice, I like, I started bawling because I was like, I think about some things. I'm like, that was so hard. Like me today would have the hardest time going through it. And like little 13 year old me went through it, you know? And like, I'm like, how did she do that? And like, I like, just like tell her, like, I love you. I'm here for you. I'm going to support you. And I like wonder if like future me, like if she, like my little 13 year old self, like felt future me and like knowing like, hey, I am there for you. You're not alone. Like, and so, you know, I'm like, maybe grandmother me is like, you've got this girl. <laughs> like, don't give up. Yeah. So I've done some of this too. In the therapeutic work, I had this exercise of talking to my little self. And I think I haven't cried as heavily ever in my life. That was so emotional. Yeah, it's so good. I actually, let me, I'll show you. I have this really funny picture I drew with my left hand uh -huh. because that's supposed to be, this is like, my like I think I'm like four or five in this uh -huh. you're okay. supposed to like try to grab crayons and like construction paper and draw with your not dominant hand like yourself and just keep it up to remind yourself to like 
to nurture your inner child <laughs> so like it kind of looks funny up in my office and I'm like I was wondering if like I didn't I'd be like yeah my niece drew that <laughs> no it's me <laughs> so like, I keep that up as a reminder well thank you so much for this conversation it was so awesome thank you so much this was amazing <laughs> Wow, that was uh, that really affected me. Uh, she really made herself vulnerable. She was willing to talk about some very personal things and things that, uh, you know, I think it'd be good for a lot of men to listen to this conversation to better identify and, and empathize, uh, at least as much as we can, being men, uh, what women experience, what they go through. Yeah, it was very inspiring for me, too, because... As a woman, um, in many cases, you feel like you're going through certain things by yourself and no one can connect to it. But um, it's really nice to know that um, there is there are many of us going through the same things and that there are people like Cody who is open to bring the conversation out to the table and openly discuss it with other people because this is such important topic. Well, I was really glad that you had recorded that conversation for your notes for the blog and decided to turn it into a podcast. And we thank Cody also for allowing us to uh, make this a podcast and share it with you today. Yeah, I was asking her about how comfortable she feels um, publishing the whole thing and because there's a lot of TMI, uh, but she was totally cool about it. She is really that bubbly uh, and cheerful personality as you hear in our conversation. So we hope you enjoyed and benefited as much from this conversation with Cody as we did. And we look forward to bringing more such conversations to you. And of course, as we mentioned in the beginning of the episode, you can read the uh, blog version of this story and other blog posts, interesting stories at intheartscene.com. We're going to have more podcasts coming soon. So make sure you sign up for our e-newsletter so you know when the next podcast drops. And drop us a note about what you think about this topic and how do you connect to it. And where can we find Cody's art? Where can we see it? Cody's handle on Instagram is Cody C. Huff with double F in the end. And there is no underscore or hyphen or anything. And her website is Cody hyphen Huff with double F in the end dot com. And I think that'll do it for us today. And we thank you for, for being in the in art the scene. Art scene. <laughs> <laughs> that'll go in the outtakes. All right. Okay. We'll see you soon, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye.